and welcome to the Bartow Jacket Breakdown Podcast. I am your host, Cole, and I would like to give a shout-out to our sponsors today. Live and Love Local Bartow, Evolve Lawn and Landscaping, Crosswired Electric, Excellence Realty, Elaine Sanders, and Holiday Inn Express. Thank you to all of our sponsors today, and let's get right into the show. Uh, welcome again, everybody, to the Bartow Jacket Breakdown Podcast. With Cole, the show host, and intern Wes. How you guys doing? We're doing good. Doing very well. Excited for this episode. One more one more night. It's here. One more night. Tampa Bay Tech. Bartow Yellow Jackets is going down. Bartow Memorial Stadium, home of champions. Cole, you ready? Mm-hmm. You ready Excited. to do this? Let's get right into quarter number one. <laughs> Quarter number one is brought to you by Kerry K. Boy Jones Bail Bonds. K. Boy has the key to your release. His office number is 863-875-9090. Or you can reach him on his cell at 581-2684. Hopefully our Jacket fans don't need K. Boy services, but uh, he's been a long-time friend, over 30 years. Bartow alumni, played basketball for the Yellow Jackets and started his own business there doing bail bonding. So if you need that, check him out. All right, quarter number one, guys. Let's get started. Let's do it. Cole, hmm? you got the news, just like everybody else got the news, that our quarterback is ineligible to play. What was yeah. you thinking um, when you I, first got it? It's kind of sad about it, you know. I would have liked to see Lynn play against Tech tomorrow, but it's unfortunate, really. It is unfortunate. Wes, what were you thinking when you first heard the news? Um, probably probably like everyone. You know, we, we got so used to what we think or would call the norm. Um, and to, to kind of go forward knowing we're going to see something outside of the norm, it almost makes you worry a little bit. And that's no discredit um, to, to the QB that's going to be taking his place for tomorrow's game. Um, but... You know, with with football and all sports, it's all about that next man up mentality. Things like this happen, unfortunately. Um, in this case, it's a very rare uh, case, if you will, uh, due to the virus, of course. But hey, next man up mentality—that's that's kind of the mantra for a lot of pro teams out in the world. And you know, you got to be ready to step up and and take place. And and sometimes great things will happen um, when stuff like this pans out. You you might learn some things, both good and bad that overall is going to make you a stronger team moving forward. I agree with you. When I first heard it, of course, I was kind of crushed, but it was more so for Lynn. It was more so that, you know, this pandemic uh, rules that adults made, not knowing really what was going on when they made the rules. um, I just felt sorry for him. But the coach in me, I, I feel like it'll never leave me. So the coach in me was, boom, like you just said, Wes, next man up. Yeah. And, and, you know, Pitts went out. I always try to use reference to the Gators, so I'm sorry. Yeah. But Pitts went out in the Gator game, and uh, the backup tight end came in and caught a nice touchdown pass where I, I said he Dathan Davis them. And uh, they asked Coach Mullen about that, and Coach Mullen said, you know, they asked him if you changed the offense with pits out because you target pits so much. And coach Mullen said, no, we don't change nothing. So it's the next man up and it's his time to make a play. You know, that's so right. That, that's kind of how I looked at it. Now I did go in my head and go, okay, who are we going to put back there? I know we got 
Tolly on the team. I know uh, Graydon is the backup quarterback. And I, I think yeah. on his stats, he's only thrown one completion or one attempt this year. And that was for a touchdown. Um, so, right. you know, I know we have athletes and I was sitting there in my head going, okay, what are we going to do? And, you know, last episode I said, well, they don't have any film on any of these quarterbacks that are coming in. So are we going to change things up? Or are we going to keep it the same? And I trust our coaching staff that I, and, and everybody that's listening right now, I think you're going to see some, some fun things tomorrow night. All right. I think yep. you're going to see a yellow jacket team that is going to play to the strengths of who's that quarterback. Um, I believe the quarterbacks that I believe all the quarterbacks that could possibly play tomorrow bring a different element than Lynn does. You know, Lynn, yep. Lynn is a, he's a, I, I consider him a, a pro style type quarterback he's he, right more like, so traditional yeah and and when he you know he has some speed and he has he's able to pull it down and and run but it's oh, yeah. not necessarily what you want to do and it kind of catches the other team off guard um he, right. he's a pocket passer and that's and that's great i think we're going to see a little something different tomorrow night and i, I still think we're going to throw the ball around um, oh yeah we can't not do that that's that's our bread and butter um, right. Last thing we want to do is take Dathan completely out of the game. So, you know, yeah, we're we're definitely going to throw the ball and and uh, I was able to go out to practice, uh, stop out of practice the other day for a few minutes, and I was totally impressed, guys. I mean, it's interesting. It, it was um it was Wednesday, yeah. So it was yesterday. Um, they were flying around. Okay, they were going Skelly, which is. Um, the DBs versus the wide receivers, and they were doing both first team and second team, and they were rotating uh, five-minute periods in and out. And the the intensity that I've seen at practice was unbelievable for this late in the season. So I was very excited to see that. Got to see the offense do some things. Not going to talk about that. Um, but the offense was clicking they, they were excited. Nobody was, you know, it was even the horse across the street was going crazy. And Coach Tate was making <laughs> beers were hot. Yeah, the, he was making reference about the horse was uh, jacked up for the jackets. So, <laughs> um, but then even, even where this is what makes a Coach Tate team so good. Um, this late in the season, he wasn't real happy with the way the offensive linemen were blocking. And um, he had to get on on to him a little bit, and I think it's called Oklahoma drill. Where they basically everybody just lined up, got a partner, and they went at it. And uh, that late in the season, and when and when coach said something about he was getting mad, you could see the defensive guys on the side. They were just kind of looking at each other. Oh crap! Here it comes. You know, <laughs> but that the kids got excited and um, went right after that and had you know. Uh, a better effort with the offensive line and everything. And I didn't see what coach was, was getting at at that moment, but he saw something, you know, that attention to detail and he didn't like it. And, you know, he, he took care of it. And the other thing that I took out Cole was when they were doing the skelly, the offensive line was overworking with their coach and uh, you could hear the offensive linemen. I'm assuming the offense and defensive linemen. They were going out in a one-on-ones, and 
you know, the hooting and hollering that was going on over there from that group. It was just, it was fun to be around. It was the first time that I got up and close and personal at practice. I've kind of stayed away and respected what was going on and all that, but I went out there in that offensive line. I think he's a defensive coach, but he, he went right up to Coach Tate. Hey, hey, somebody's here, you know, and Coach Tate looked and he's like, oh, that's Mags from the podcast. So it was funny. He called you Mags? Yeah, that's what he calls me. But, you know, it was because I remember when we the coaches would be real big on, like, who was around. You know, who who, who is that? Who is, you know, because uh, sometimes Cole, the other team, will send somebody over to kind of watch practice and see what's going on. So mm. it was fun to see. Um, I wish, like you said, Lynn, I, I wish we were, or Wes, I wish we were at full strength <laughs> with Lynn. But uh, right. it's next man up, and and that's what it is. I mean, we don't know. First, I don't know if Tampa knows Lynn's not playing. And we don't know what they're missing. You know, they could have a similar situation going on there. So we'll yep. see We'll see tomorrow night. Now, who's got the show notes? I do. All right, Cole. So what do we, uh, quarter number two? Quarter number two. Uh, Wes is going to give some stats, and we'll... And we're going to discuss them. All right. Before we start quarter number two, quarter number two is brought to you by ProShine Mobile Auto Detailing and Pressure Washing. ProShine Mobile Auto Detailing and Pressure Washing. That is Darrell Hogan. You can reach him at 863-528-2708. Darrell Hogan is another alumni of Bartow. Uh, he's a running back when I was playing. I think he graduated in 93 or 94. Um so go support Darrell Hogan and his mobile detail business. I see him all over town, and he does great work on cars. And I even think he does houses and driveways and stuff, too. So give him a call. All right. Stat man. Intern Wes, what you got for us? Oh, I'm the stat man. So uh, very quick, I, I tried to come completely prepared here. So I do have Bartow versus Lake Wells in terms of stats, but I also have the Tech versus uh, – Armwood stat, so it just depends on what we want to cover here, I guess. <laughs> well, go ahead and um, to both. What pops? Yeah, what pops off at you with the stats? Looking at tech, looking at tech. So let me get that in front of me real quick because I kind of have everything on a small table here. Um, well, this is something we've already kind of communicated about. Um, it might have been the last episode, but the one before that. Um, Again, I think we covered it as well. Tech going into this game against Armwood, uh, big-time rivals. Um, the times they've played in the past, it's always phenomenal games, and the atmosphere is just through the roof, as it was for this one. We know that because we were there, obviously. Um, but the Titans definitely weren't the favorites going into this. At least, that's what the majority of the people watching the game, that's what just what it seemed, right? Um, and, and, of course, if you look at standings and, and rankings and all this other stuff, you see that as well, and you're able to take that away. Um, and as you guys know, the Titans ended up coming out of that game victorious in a thriller as they were down, like, by 21 or so points, give or take some, at halftime. Um, and they managed to pull this one back and win 48-47, as I mentioned, in, in quite a thriller. So that was uh, quite a blessing to be at that game. I'll, I'll that as a football fan first and foremost um but as far as what what pops out uh we talked about it again i believe last podcast uh mr david wright the senior quarterback over there number one for the titans uh he went 14 for 21 
353 yards, five touchdowns, his longest being a 65-yard touchdown. Um, and that I was number eight? Potentially. I think that was one of those like fly routes, like similar to what uh, we've seen Lynn throw to Davis along the sideline. Mm-hmm. And it might have been to number eight. I don't recall. Um, and then he ended up having a QB rating of 149.3, which is almost a max wow. QB rating. So as far as what pops out, I guess you could say on the offensive side, or just overall, that that's it right there. And uh, part of me as well, though, I don't know if and, – and this quarterback, I'm sure David Wright, I'm sure he would probably say it himself. I don't think he would t- necessarily take all the credit for that. Um, as we saw, there's a lot of weapons, and, and maybe we'll get into that. Or if not, we'll definitely see that tomorrow, you know. There's a lot of talent around him from the line to his, his playmakers on both the receiving end and, and running back end that allow that to kind of happen and allow him to flourish and, and, and look even even greater out there on the field, you know. Um, we mentioned and we talk about number eight so much. Obviously, it's, it's not a secret that he's not necessarily the only playmaker on that team. Um, otherwise, they, they probably wouldn't be here in this playoff game, you know. So... That's definitely the standout for me. Do you guys have any comments in regards to that? Well, the one thing when I looked at it, um, the running back is a freshman, which I didn't realize when we watched him against Armwood. He's a freshman, and he hasn't run for, I think it was like 459 or something like that total for the year. So what was standing out to me was this is going to be very similar to the Lake Wales game where a team is really one-dimensional, but it's going to be the opposite. They're one-dimensional where they want to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. All right, so, you know, jacket players, they know this going in. I mean, now, let, let's let's be clear, Cole. The kid back there, if you allow him, he's going to take it to the house. So mm-hmm. defenses yep. that they're playing, they've, they've had a tough schedule. Okay, they've got three losses on their schedule. But uh, I believe it's Bloomingdale... I want to say Gaither and, yep. and another big one. Okay. So they, and then they have the win against Armwood. So they've had a tough schedule so that I'm not holding it, you know, anything and saying that this back isn't good because right. they really don't have anybody else. I think the next leading rusher is David Wright, the quarterback with only a little over a hundred yards. Mm-hmm. So if we can stop the, we, we're not going to stop the pass totally. I think, you know, if we can keep everything in front of us, play good fundamental football, read what's going on, get a feel for the game. Similar to the Lake Wales, you know, they kept throwing that. The only thing was the bubble screen. You know, they keep hitting the tight end over the middle or something. Our defense is going to recognize what's going on and and make a big play, and and that's what's going to happen. That's the key to this this game, I think, is the turnovers and, and big plays, momentum shifts. So I, that, that's something that stuck out at me, Wes. It was just the amount of passing that they have done all season. Yeah, the, I couldn't have said it better myself. I mean, I was going to say the same thing. Like, what stood out to me was their pass game. And if we can – I know, like you said, we're not going to stop it totally, but if we can slow it down, we're going to be able to win that game. Right. And to mention that, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Rod Ganey, that's the uh, freshman you mentioned. Um, I have noted on here, and these stats were provided by Max Preps just for the record. So um, if you know anything about Max Preps, you know it's not always the most accurate. Um, But without further ado, five carries, 22 yards, 
Um, so not a not a very thrilling, exciting, just not a great night. Uh, he did rush for a touchdown. They have noted, um, but I mean he only carried the rock five times for only twenty two yards. Um, so not a not a very you know productive night. So they were very pass heavy, and I think we did see that. I think we also saw a very, for the most part, solid defensive line in Armwood. Um, we saw how many times they were able to apply a lot of pressure towards David Wright, and that's why we also mentioned how great he is, and he seems to be more of like a uh, – I meant to mention this on the last podcast that we talked about him. He's like an improviser QB, um, if I had to label him, sort of like a, in, in, in the NFL to relate, like a Russell Wilson. You know, he gets, he gets this pressure, and if he's able to just find the smallest pocket or smallest window, he's able to get that ball there. Or if if not, you know, tuck that thing in and take off for a for a QB scamper uh, down the field. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great game. But what I want to keep stressing that to you guys and everybody that's listening, I do not think that Tampa Bay Tech has played a team like Barta yet. That's saying a lot because of where they, where they're from. But I don't, I don't think that they've played a team as um, diverse as us. Right. That, that's, I guess that's where I'm going with it. I, I just don't see it. I don't see how – we said this in the Lake Wales game, and um, uh, Mike Ayers mentioned it. You're not going to beat Bartow doing one thing. Now, no. if they came out with those kind of numbers offensively passing and they had a great running back too, you know, yeah. like Lake Wales had a stable of running backs and – um, Winter Haven had a good running back. Auburndale had a good running back before he got hurt. You know, if if they had that and they were mixing it up and it was a very balanced offense, I say yes, it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough one anyway, but I just don't yeah. think that they've seen defensive backs like we have now. Um, they got some speed defensive backs, so that they, they, yeah. they, uh, they can run. So don't let them get behind you, but yeah, I think I'll still give the edge to Bartow in this game just because of our what we're able to do on both sides of the ball and changing things up. So, yep. anything else jump out to out of just stat wise? Um, well, this isn't necessarily stat, but I will note that they have three. It looks like three pretty solid uh, receivers in Jamari Gassett, Jaden Horace, and uh, Armon. Harris, uh, not sure if I'm butchering that name. Um, two of them had over 100 yards receiving. The other one did not. However, it sounds like they have some pretty experienced guys uh, on on the receiving core. So that's going to be another thing to note. And like I was mentioning earlier, you know, David Wright having having these weapons around him, so he's able to produce numbers like he did against a a great talented squad like Armwood. Um, and, and it looks like that's one of the ways he was able to do that. Uh, uh, talented and experienced receiving core. Um, and there was another gentleman uh, who we've talked about probably more than anyone on, on tech aside David Wright is uh, Greg Gaines III, the junior uh, receiver, number eight. Um, I noted it, uh, I think, in another episode, seven receptions, 143 yards, and a touchdown. And like we all mentioned, I think we – he scored more than once, but nonetheless, even if he did, those numbers there are still just absolutely impressive. That is a 
a good game on any level of, of football, whether that be, you know, high school, college, or pro. That, that is a very productive night, and that is not a fun night for the defensive side of, of, of the game, you know, of the other team anyways. Um, I'm just looking down here now. Let's see here. <clears throat> I suppose that's about it. Um, outside of that, when we have some Armwood stats, obviously that's not as important. Um, so that's, that's about it. Um, it just seems like offensively they are very well-rounded. Um, but I think, I think Bartow has a good chance here to go out and, and, and give them something different, different, different taste, if you will. And, and, and maybe make a statement, but uh, we'll see come tomorrow night. Well, fans, number eight is going to be locked down with our best defensive back. I don't want to call the, the player's name yet because their practice uniforms are different than their game uniforms, so I don't want to mess, mess up who's going to be marking them, but we're going we're gonna to shut him down. And it seems silly to say because I know that this is one of the most basic things in football, but the key – defensively in this game is to prevent the yards after the catch. Anybody who throws the ball as much as this team does, you know, you can only throw it deep so many times and have success. So they're they're relying a lot on these tight ends and and slants over the middle and stuff like that. But what we got to remember is the first person to the ball, stop them, wrap up. Don't go for the knockout hit, wrap them up, hold them up. Let your teammates come over. It's 11 minutes of the ball. That's how Coach Tate plays, flying around, and, and everybody make the tackle. Do not go for the knockout hit. Wrap up that first, you know, when they're going to catch the ball. We're not going to stop that, okay? But make them convert on third down, even if it's third and one, third and two. Wrap up, yep. make good tackles, and don't go for that big knockout hit in, at home, you know, no. where, where you're trying to do something real impressive to the crowd. Because I'm telling you, these these guys are athletes out here, and and you guys go up against some pretty good receivers in yourself when you go one on ones. So you know if you see what Dathan did to Lake Wells on a bubble, a little bubble screen, yep. right? Yeah. If he was playing two hand tag, he would he he still would have scored a touchdown because everybody was right. just reaching for him. Okay, can't do that. We got to go in, hit hard, wrap up, and I believe that that's going to be. If we can prevent those yards after the catch and just keep them honest and, and get them into third and shorts, put that pressure on them, let the crowd get loud in the stadium, and I think we'll have some success. Yep, I agree. All right, quarter number three. Quarter number three is brought to you by the L.B. Brown House Museum. Experience the work of a former slave, Lawrence Brown, who became a highly successful business leader in Bartow. Um, this is something, Wes, you probably don't know, but – this museum, Cole, you, have you, did you go there on a field trip? I don't know. Well, this is a, it's a gem in Bartow, and they do tours and everything, and one of my friends slash co-worker, uh, we went and did the tour with Mr. Lewis, and it's an amazing tour. It's kind of like, you know, if you were in some other Savannah or something like that, and you went on a tour, we got this type of thing right here in Bartow, and it's amazing to see what Mr. Brown did building that house and uh, the contracts that he had and how he washed clothes and the wall he built in front of the place. It's amazing. So if you have a chance, uh, and you, you know, if you're from Bartow and you have not experienced the LB Brown house museum, 
Uh, you can reach Mr. Lewis at C Lewis, C L E W I S, 1942 at yahoo.com. And uh, he can let you know when tours are available. And they have a big festival in February, the Brown House Festival. So everybody check that out. All right, quarter number three, Cole. Quarter number three. What are some keys to uh, the Yellow Jackets to win this game? Well, I think we've already touched on it a little bit. I think it's going to be, yeah. you know, controlling themselves. You know, we'll try to touch on a few other things here. Controlling the hype and, and the emotions of the game, a big playoff game at home in front of the crowd. You know, if they can keep everything in check and then defensively play fundamentally sound, keep everything in front of them, tackle offensively, run the offense, protect the ball. Don't turn it over. You know, it's okay to throw it out of bounds or take the sack and punt. You know, play good defense. As long as we do things that they've been coached to do, um, you're going to see another game that's going down to the final minute or two. And, and, hey, I'll take it. If If they said to you right now, listen, we can fast forward two minutes left on the clock and the game's tied, you got the ball, I think we would take it, right? Cause right. So I, I think it's going to come down to the wire, but that, that's for me. Just keep doing what you guys have been doing all year long. Mm-hmm. Just, that's it. Don't try to get fancy. You guys are probably the underdog in the game. I said this going into the Lake Wales game. Don't worry about anything. Play loose. Have fun. And uh, I think you guys will have success. Right. And I couldn't agree more. I think we saw that. Um, I went to two or three. Bartow games, and I saw that at that Lake Wells game, and, and maybe there was something else to it, but more than any other game all season, it seemed like, is in terms of have, being loose and having fun. I mean, they just looked like they were there for a good time, and I mean, it, it showed. They, they produced on all ends of the ball, offense, defense, special teams. Yeah, I mean, it was just a phenomenal night on all sides, and at the end of the day, when they were walking away, uh, that scoreboard, before they shut it off uh, ever so quickly, yeah. it read it read 42 to 10. Uh, so there was no hiding that one. Especially if you're a Yellow Jackets fan. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, that's, you know, they got it off quickly, but not quick enough. Let's just say that. Um, if I had to say, you know, what's going to be the most difficult thing or what's going to be key for the Jackets, uh, we, we talked about this a lot, I think, last episode. And something you've been big on, Jason, is the adversity um, they start this game off, and, and, and in the first quarter, they find themselves either, whether it's down or 24, you know, and they haven't scored a point. How are you going to react? What are you going to do? You know, are you telling yourself the game's over, or are you staying in it to win it, and, and, and you're going to keep playing hard and, and fundamentally sound and not going out there and trying to, you know, be overly aggressive because you're frustrated, you're upset, you're emotional, Right. No, the only the only emotion you should have going through your body at the time is, is fun, you know, positivity. You're out there to have a good time and, and prove yourself. Ultimately, yes, to win the game, right? But if you find yourself behind, you know, don't don't forget what you're there to do. You're there to still win that game. Uh, don't just give up. Again, I think I've mentioned this before that you, you can't win the game in the first quarter. You can't win it in the second, the third. You can win it in the fourth quarter. So go out there and... and, and Play some good football, have have fun, as Jason mentioned, and uh, and and play some disciplined football at that too. I know everyone's probably aware that I'm I'm big on disciplined football more than anything. And no, I'm not no referee, but I'm not I'm just not a big fan of the referees as no one is. And so I'd like to see us go out there and play some good football and not get 
drawn for uh, so many so many flags, you know, whether we uh, agree with that or not. <laughs> well, the one thing that the Bartow players need to understand is if, if Tech is down 21 points, if Tech is down 28 points, they're not quitting. They've been through, no. they've been through that. And they've come, we yep. watched it. And we watched them come back against Armwood and win that game. So they're not going to lay down. They've been through it. Um, fortunately, we have not been through being down. Okay, so that's something that we bring up. You know, yes, the team has been through adversity through 2020. Yes, everybody has. Um, right. You know, the seniors on this team have been through a lot of adversity from going 0-10 to 5-5 and to 8-0. All right, but when we're talking about adversity, we're dealing with adversity without our quarterback. That's a huge right. thing that you guys have to overcome, and we will. But the adversity, in-game adversity, you know, pick six to start the game, you're down seven nothing. You know, oh, everybody hanging their heads. No, just that, that's that's the big thing, and and I believe in these guys because they are super laser focused. They're together. And, you know, we haven't seen it, but there's nothing that I see that makes me feel like they can't handle that, you know? So, right, of course. So that, Cole, hmm? you got anything? Um, I mean, you already touched on, like, a ton of keys to win this game. And uh, we need to play some good defense against our pass, of course. Like, we already mentioned that. And the loss of Lynn is obviously, like, um, it's sad for the team, but I feel like Tali can go out there and get the job done. And yeah, and like y'all were saying, like have fun, need discipline, and and we just need to win this game. <laughs> Cole, Cole <laughs> wants to keep the uh, football. Listen, basketball is getting ready to start up. We got a, a great basketball program to cover, um, defending yep. state champions. So uh, we're looking forward to that, but really would like to focus next week on Durant. So um, right. We're going to root for you and be as loud as we can in the stands. Um, but ultimately, it's up to the guys on the field to to make the plays and make things happen. And uh, we're looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right. Quarter number four. Quarter number four is brought to you by Patel Green and Associates. They provide roadway and drainage design services. You can find them on Facebook at Patel Green Associates. And that is another business started by Bartow alumni graduates. Um, I'm pretty sure, I know Green is, but I'm pretty sure Patel is as well. So thank you to all our sponsors this week. In quarter number four, Cole, what are we doing? We're going to talk, we're going to say our predictions and how Max Preps was okay. updated. Okay. So let's start with uh, the Max Preps. Do you have Max Preps open, Wes? I can get it in a matter of seconds. So we... Early in the year, for those of you that are just joining and maybe missed the first couple episodes, I was very critical on Bartow. And and I was really kind of, you know, it was really directed at the school. But uh, Max Preps really didn't get updated a lot with our information like I was seeing other teams. And um, here right before the, I think, the week of Lake Wales, um, it was updated with all Bartow stats and everything, and um, there's a person. Can you see the person that updated it? I think it's Angel. Yes, the name was Angel something. I do I do recall the name. I don't recall the last name. 
think it's Angel. Starts with an M, I believe. Wes will find it while I'm talking. But I just wanted to say thank you to this individual for doing this and updating it. I actually came across the person on Facebook yesterday, and I meant to message him. He looks like a student. So thank you for doing that. Um, not sure um, how that happened. If you want to message me on Facebook, um, please do and, and let me know. But um, thank you for, for doing that and getting our boys' information updated in there. So when people click on you know, a matchup like this, Bartow versus Tech, our boys have their information in there, just like the Tech players. So really appreciate that. All right. Let's get into these score predictions, boys. Oh, there it is. Angel Angel Ramos. So big uh, big shout out to Angel Ramos for getting everything um, set up there and Max Preps and getting all the information. We really appreciate that. All right, Cole, you want to start off the, the prediction? All right. So I feel like it's, I know it's going to be a great game. I don't feel like I know it's going to be a great game. I don't really know if it's going to be a high scoring or low scoring. So I'm just going to go in the middle. I'm going to say 31 to hmm, 31 to 17. Bartow, of course. Mm, 31 to 17. 31 17 Bartow. Yep. I go with Bartow every week, of course. Mm. <laughs> mm. That's how he works his way onto the field. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go. Do, 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 do. I'm going to go uh, 30, 30 to 28. Bartow? Bartow. Okay. And I'm predicting a field goal to win it for Bartow. That'll okay. be the difference. So we would be down 28, 27 with like under 10 seconds left. Yep. Then we kick the game-winning field goal. So, Ray, if you're listening, the kicker, Ray, um, I do not – West. do you recall – us kicking a field goal all season? I don't. I don't, but I feel like we have. I feel like there was one one time on the left hash, I think they brought him in to kick against, let's say, Auburndale. Or, we obviously kicked extra points, yeah. but I don't know about field goals. But I, I really think that points are going to be at a premium in this game, and when we get down there, we're going to have to get some points. So... That field goal, that rake, I don't know when he's going to get it, but at some point in the game, he's going to kick a field goal, and then ultimately that's going to be the difference maker of the game. Okay. okay. Wes, what about you? You guys have saved the best for last. <laughs> oh, no. And as per usual, you guys are, you guys know where this is going, and I'm not going to say why. Well, I'll, I'll maybe say a little bit why, um, but I know some of the listeners kind of know well. I know at least one of them does. But, um, so I'm going to go 40, let's see, I'll give, I'll give 40 to, hmm, I wrote it down, but I'm going to change it just a little bit. I'm going to go 40 to 31 in favor of Tampa Tech. Oh, my. Not this again. Hey, you picked against them last time and they won, so let's keep it rolling. Uh, why not, right? If it's not broke, don't fix it. You know, I you could go either way on this game. It, it, it's a toss-up. But 
I just, I know Winter Haven, what they end up with, 32 or 35? 33. 33. 40 to 33. I just can't see somebody putting 40 points up on Bartu. I just, especially seeing them play, I um, I don't see it. And so I hope you're wrong. And um, but I Hey, see, I do too. I don't see anybody putting 40 points up against Bartu. Just don't see it. I do it. too. Now, For the record, Listeners, this is not like a bet or anything. No, you no, know, no. this is like just my prediction. I'm, I mean, as I speak right now, I am wearing. I just bought it today, a Bartow jacket, uh, like a hoodie shirt thing. I don't know, <laughs> and you'll see me wearing it tomorrow. And uh, I'll be in the stands with the crew, with the rest of the crew, cheering, yelling. I'll probably lose my voice as I have before. Um, so don't get it twisted again. I had to mention that last time and I'll mention it again. Um, and, and Lynn, I know you're listening. Feel free to call me out at the end of the game. Again, if you guys come out victorious, Hey, I love it. I'm all about it. You know? So, uh, ultimately, regardless of the score at the end of the night, I really hope to see some great football from both teams. And I think that's expected. So, uh, and that's what, that's ultimately what I'm hoping for more than anything is some great, great football and i think without a doubt we're going to see that and don't forget if you go into the game tomorrow night make sure you wear your blue we're doing a blue out for the game it's kind of fun i mean it just i got a message to uh put something out about bringing noisemakers and cowbells stuff like that to the game so i did yep. that and i just threw it out there and messaged the cheerleaders and it's been crazy how many shares and everything has got and everybody talking about it so um, wear your blue and let's show Tampa Bay Tech how you know we how we can, do it around here. That we're all we're all one here. So that's right. All right. If you if you if you have not gotten tickets yet, you need to go to the um, Bartow Jacket Breakdown podcast page. There is a link on that page where you can purchase tickets. I know that is going to be very hard if they haven't sold out yet. So. Um, this will be uploaded tonight, Thursday. So if you're hearing this tonight, make sure you get it. But if not, first thing in the morning, um, there will be no tickets sold at the gate. Again, there will be no tickets sold at the gate. And if you purchase a ticket online, you have to go on the Bartow side and sit on the Bartow side. And you can't go across the field and sit on the, the visitor side. So it's going to be fun. If you can't make it to the game, you know where to listen to it on WBF. Um, radio last week the guys will be broadcasting the game and um, I'm looking forward to it Wes I I wish we could just fast forward and go straight to the game now yeah I wish I didn't have to go to work tomorrow I always (laughs) wish that (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness Uh, well Bartow players you know this is this is like we said this is it this is your this is your championship game uh, we win this game, then we move on to next week's championship game. You gotta, you gotta look at it like that. The best part about yep. being in the playoffs, Cole, is you have a chance to go one and zero in the playoffs. One and zero in the playoffs. All right, so let's start. Right. A new, let's start a new streak right here. I think uh, I saw that it's five wins for a state championship. So let's go. Yep. Let's we're zero and zero right now in the playoffs. Let's go one and zero, and then uh, we'll worry about Durant next week. All right. So, Cole, any last words? Um, no, thank you. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it and have a good day. See you guys tomorrow. Anything else? Uh, just quick shout out. We didn't cover it, but that's all right. Offensive, defensive players of the game. 
Desarion Tolly. Uh, as far as defense goes and offense, I'm going to give it to Maurice Bell. Shout out to those two playmakers on, on both sides of the ball. Good job last Friday against Lake Wells, guys. I couldn't agree with you more on those picks either. And, uh, I would probably <laughs> pick the same people. And as we're, we're going out, I want to bring up something. So our analytics on uh, where we keep our podcast and it, it gives us who's listening, how many downloads, that type of thing. It gives a, a breakdown of where people listen to. So, of course, 95% of the people that listen to it are from the United States. Okay, It doesn't say Florida. Okay. But there is five, a little over 5% of our listeners are coming from Puerto Rico. So, oh. if you are in Puerto Rico and you are listening to this, please, please, please message me on Facebook so we can give That's you a shout awesome. out. All right? All right, That's Jack awesome. fans. For uh, everybody here at the Bartow Jacket Breakdown Podcast, we'll see you tomorrow night, and go Jackets. Peace. Let's go one and all, baby. Go Bartow. Hey. O and O. Let's go. <laughs>